The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Politics okay. I am your host, Andrew Lenz, coming to you every Sunday on the BICBP Radio Network. And with that being said, let's hear a message from our sponsor. Automatic water weapon, batteries not included, with up to 30 feet of firing power. An extra clip for reloading, a shoulder strap for moving out. There's also the M16 rifle, the sidekick pistol, the RPG rocket water launcher, the AK centerfire. It was a great, great, great sponsor. And today, I... He's done a bonus episode with me. He's This is his first appearance on the main episode. He's kind of like the first appearance of Gambit. You know, the real first appearance of Gambit was him in a shadow in the background, but this is, and that was like the bonus episode, but this is his first full-fledged on the main show, Mr. Gary Threat of Husky Heroes and Healthy Heroines. How you doing, Gary? I'm doing all right. I'm glad to be back and uh, excited about this topic today. And um, shout out to you guys. I love your show. Thank uh, you. And thanks for helping on my live, you know, just testing on StreamYard with my, you went through my rant. You heard my rant and I appreciate yes. that. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> I think this is about like the third time I've heard your rant on that one, but it never gets old. It's kind of fun. I'd rather argue with that than any other <laughs> real world topic. That's how, that's how I am in my life. But today we got a great topic here and it is He-Man and the Masters of the Universe versus Thundercats. I know you mentioned to me that you're a huge Thundercats fan. I'm, I'm more He-Man. I just think He-Man's a little bit better. And stood the test of time a little bit more than Thundercats. Um, well, the animated movie did. The animated show did, but not the movie. <laughs> okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> but um, I, I agree. Thundercats, I think it's more politics with Thundercats. That's why He-Man kind of outlasted. Well, He-Man, you know, stood the test of time because of politics, you know. Um. Thundercats, they've always been in limbo with legal stuff and stuff behind the scenes. So, um, you know, I could go either way, but I, I got to go take Thundercats, especially me now have being a father and kids and everything and watching back certain things. I'm like, you know what? I I, I can't rock with him in the way I used to. <laughs> so what, what, what gives you, what makes you feel Thundercats are better than he-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Like, if you were like, one was there, and you're like, okay, and you're thinking in your head, I'm going to go with Thundercats because of this over He-Man. Well, the main thing is the cast of characters. Like, the, the cast of characters. You had only people I can remember from He-Man is He-Man, Man-at-Arms, and the rest are kind of a blur. I can't really think of 
with Battle Cat, you know, but far as yeah. Shira, you know, but far as anybody else, like down the line, I can't recall. It's all like a, a, a blur. But when it comes to Thundercats, I could, you know, Wiley Kit, Wiley Cat, Panthro, Chitara, you know, Tigra. It, it goes on and on for me. So I think he had, Lionel had a better supported cast than He-Man did. And He-Man at times for me felt very long. It just felt long and they weren't going anywhere. It just felt like, oh, this mod podge of just episodes. It, it was just no, it just felt like, it, it was like anime today, if I could say okay. it like that. I don't like an anime fan, but all this filler, all this stuff, it's like, okay, where's the meat and potatoes? He-Man, where are we doing? Where are we going? And I never knew. <laughs> he had to protect Grayskull. The secrets of Grayskull. And there's there's so many classic characters. There's Buzz Off. Buzz Off. Manny Faces. Stinkor. Merman. Beast Man. Uh, even when you get into the Horde. Like, He-Man just, he fought. He fought Skeletor. But he also had Hordak as well with She-Ra, where you got Mantana. Patra. I had the leech toy too. Yes, leech. Uh, Moss Man was cool. I mean, I, I know they're, they're good and bad. I'm just na- I'm just naming them off. <laughs> uh, the sorceress, Orko. Orko was my favorite. If we're gonna go with like bumbling sidekicks, Orko destroys Snarf in my mind any day of the week. So right there, yeah. I got. I, I can see. Uh, but he, I think Hitman was more of a cash guy for toys. They kept trying to capitalize off that Star Wars market, so. But it worked. It worked. I think that's why you're able to vouch for Hitman because of the toys. Yeah. Maybe, but the cartoon was probably the best. The cartoon was good. Oh yeah, well, the cartoon <laughs> was amazing, and the toys. But the the cartoon was good. I remember. I watched, as a kid at my grandmother's house, we had a He-Man VHS, but it wasn't like a cartoon. It it looked like just pictures, and then there would be like the voice actors over the pictures, and then it would like switch, and voice acting over the next picture, and then kind of like switch, almost like a book. And I think it was like one of those golden books on tape, but it was a VHS, and I used to watch that thing for hours just because it was He-Man. E-Man's darker, too. Only, re- only reason why I even entertained okay. E-Man yeah. was later on in the comics. He has some crazy stuff in the comics. And even more in recent years, He-Man stood the test of time because He-Man fought Superman. I'm not sure if you read that comic recently. No, I didn't read that one. Oh, it was Masters of the Universe versus, like, Superman or somebody. But it's... He-Man and Superman were coming to blows, which was pretty sweet. Um, I just feel like... And then also, like, a lot of people who went to the gym, they wanted to get jacked like He-Man. A lot of the bodybuilders back in the day, yeah. you know, you wanted to get He-Man big. Nobody says, oh, I want to get big like Lionel. No, everybody wanted to get He-Man big or Arnold Schwarzenegger big. Nobody wanted to get Lionel big, you know. What? <laughs> he had this amazing physique, though. He man was like just ripped and just jacked. Yeah, that was all by design, but Lionel. I don't think Lionel was ever as cool as He Man, though. I'm not gonna lie. 
I can say that, that was by design. So you really had to get invested. You know, Lionel had this coming of age story where they left Thundera and he kind of aged in this in their pod going to third earth. And he wasn't, he didn't just he wasn't Prince Adam. You know, he didn't have just this, he had to earn the leadership of the Thundercats. He had to go through the trials to get the sort of omens instead of just I have the power, you know. Unless I'm mistaken, like I said, he meant it's fuzzy to me, but Lionel, he had to work to get what he had to get. He had to earn the respect of the Thundercats. And at times, they didn't think he was the one. They're like, listen, hey, the young guy, the young cub over here, you know, he, I don't know about this guy. <laughs> Come on, Jaga, talk to us. <laughs> They're like, you know, the Obi Wan comes in and easy Thundercats, easy, easy kittens, you know. Yeah. I'm dead, but I vouch, I vouch for this guy. <laughs> That's kind of like Jaga is a sorceress in He-Man. Mythical kind of comes back, even though Jaga was a physical human being. Or yeah, I'll say human being, even though I'm not too sure what a Thundercat is, but a physical human being. And then it comes back as like that guidance. So I could see, I could see that. But but you mentioned the most iconic part about He-Man. The, the part that gets you like pumped and ready to go is it and it's right up there it, it's it's above the thundercats but when he puts up that sword and he's like by the power of gray skull i have the power and it shows gray skull in the back yeah. he's straight holding the sword and he turns into he-man that's I one did. of those that's one of those parts where you're like yeah yeah Wait. It's going to get real right now. Definitely. And I think that's another reason why I stood the test of time. Cause that, that one part, you know, us, especially us boys, you know, we lived for that part. We live, yeah. we live, we waiting for it. We're waiting for it. It's coming. We'll get anything we can in the house to hold over our heads <laughs> to, to say that. And even with my little ones now, you know, I'm like, by the power of Briscoe, they, they, they find something yeah. they could find out just to throw it over the head. But Lionel, sort of omen. Give me sight beyond sight. All of us love to see vast distances. So I remember having like a butter knife and my binoculars go to sort of omens like China <laughs> just to just to see what's going on, you know? So well it's iconic weapons to me. I just think about what would you rather what would you rather yell? You either got by the power of Grey Skull, I have I have the power. Or thunder, thunder, thundercats. Oh, because he had it. He, he had a. He he had to. You know, the sort of omens is cool. And I did some research, and it as it is actually more powerful than He Man's power sword. Because this is a question that bogged my mind as a man in my late thirties. <laughs> You know, you gotta you gotta keep the mind fresh and clear from stress. But the power sword was always like cool, but then sort of omens just seemed like it just seemed way overpowered. It seemed like Superman. Okay, like Superman. You're like, oh, it's Superman. He's coming. All right, Superman. I, I know you're a comic book guy, so you could probably chip away <laughs> at this. But to a kid, Superman is everything. Nothing could beat Superman. Sword of Omens does everything. Power Sword doesn't. 
but it does have a it does have a power so it's kind of like almost like the batman where it's like cool but really only does one thing so i think the sort of women's was like way too out there at some point now that i'm older i like this i appreciate the sort of omens more now than ever because actually to kind of piggyback what you said it's like batman and superman you know you had the superman because of the power of it but then you had the sort of almost with the light goes in the sky, the beacon, the summon the Thundercats, that's like the bat signal. <laughs> so, and with the sort of omens, that's the ultimate, like, you know, signal for the gang. All right, come on, guys. It's, you know, it's, it's time to, it's, it's reference it to another show. It's morphin' time. All right, guys, let's, yeah. let's go. Get the team together. Let's go handle this. Whereas He-Man, he had the power sword. Nobody else mattered. It's all about Battle Cat, He-Man, power sword. Everybody else is like on the side. No. So, sort of moments summon the team. Lionel, he's a team player. You had, you had a team. Come on. He always had Man at Arms with him. He always had Tila. And then he always have some cool cast of character. Manny Faces. Ram, <laughs> Ram Man. Ram Man was a great character. He he could actually, I actually know guys that really like Ram Man. No neck. They're just like, you know, they're just, <laughs> they look like that. Yeah. But, they were there just for toys. They, they didn't really serve any purpose to the episode. Like, oh, come on, did he man really need those guys? Yeah, like he needed man at arms. He needed man at arms. He needed the sorceress. You know, you got to keep things in check. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's a very. Uh, he was more of like the superhero though too, because he had a secret identity. Everybody knew Lionel was. He had the sort of moment. But he man, we had to. They had to keep it on the down low. Only certain people knew. Only Orko, the sorceress, and Man at Arms knew that Prince Adam was he man. So that was kind of like the cool mystique about it. It's like, uh oh, is somebody going to find out that he's he man one episode? I don't know. Now re- refresh my memory. Did he man ever lose the power sword? Did, did it ever not work? Did he ever lose it? I don't think he ever lost it. What Lionel has, or there has been times where he might have felt unworthy, where he might he he can get to it in time, and he had. There's been episodes where Lionel had to battle or do things without the sort of omens. I think it might have been broke at one point. Yeah, it, it was broke at one point in time. He couldn't use it. He had to rely on his other gadget, the claw thing, and do other stuff as well. So, as OP as it was, you know, it it did have its flaws. Okay. I. I... I give no, you Skeletor, I give you hey man, Skeletor is cooler than Mumbra. Yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I think Skeletor is probably the greatest villain. Just the way his mannerisms are. And I think a lot of kids, you know, kids that were born and not around in that time where He Man wasn't as big and they get into didn't get to witness Skeletor. I know they did the revival, but that one wasn't as good as the one in the 80s where it was scary but he there was a little bit of comic relief to him as well he had he had a dark story too skeletor he, yeah. he had a really dark story yeah you know which which is which i appreciate now looking at looking back at it um yeah he had a dark story about how he became that way which is which is pretty sweet skeletor is just iconic i think he's yeah. probably he's up there in my mind with like darth vader megatron the, the memes and the the gifts they're yeah. doing this stuff are top level. You can't you can't beat those. <laughs> I did. I did an episode on uh, 
like guys in TV and movies on second in command. And it was, you know, we were talking about, you know, as we talk about it, we could, not to get too off subject here, but like we got into like Cobra Commander. Here's another guy that you could kind of compare to Skeletor oh and Megatron. But Cobra Commander was kind of like weak. And you kind of, I always wanted Destro to take him out. So, I mean, that's one of the things where you talk about Skeletor was always going to be in control. I don't think anybody really ever plotted against Skeletor to knock him out of control like most other characters did. Yeah, I, I picture. I don't think Evelyn ever tried to do anything like that. No. Yeah. No. You knew you knew Beastman wasn't running things or Mermaid. No. <laughs> no. Triclops. No. You guys were awesome. These guys were just awesome characters come to life. Just so. Uh, there's like Jitsu, Snow Spout, just so many. That was the one thing. What is it, Roboto? Yeah. The characters I think were were better, just because they seemed like a lot of drugged up fever dreams, like they mentioned in the toys that made us. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. It was something that well, like kids were like, "Oh my goodness, this is something that I could have thought of." Where Thundercats, they're cool. Thundercats, I give you that. Thundercats had worse villains than you know He Man, uh, Mumra classic he's like a, a zombied out ultimate warrior <laughs> who chants magic stuff which is kind of which is kind of cool when you think about it but as far as some of the other villains you know left to be desired and after a while they had a like a, a feud with some type of like um space vikings which got silly and i was on the way out and that's but, when they, yeah that's when they brought in the other ones too yeah the, uh, other ones for like uh third earth well thundera like all other thundera whatever they called it but but the main villains that I loved about, which will always stick in my mind, are the, the Lunatics. They were like the doppelganger version of, you know, Lionel and everybody. So they came from uh, one of the uh, planets of Plundar, which is like uh, one of the moons of Thundera, whatever the case may be. And they came to Third Earth to try to, you know, fight Lionel for some reason. They had some interesting designs and characters and stuff like that as well. And you know, so th those are my favorite villains of all the, you know, um, Thundercat villains was the, the Lunatics, which are pretty sweet. Um, my favorite was Tug Mug. It was like this little short stout one. Looks like Danny DeVito, but he had three legs. He could jump and have the bazooka, do all type of stuff. And he actually broke the Sword of Omens, which is kind of sweet. Is he the, is he one of the Vikings? No, uh, he's one of the Lunatics, Tug Mug. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, I to day, like in terms of Skeletor, I loved him, Masters of the Universe. With yeah, Dolph yeah, the movie with Dolph Lundgren. Skeletor, that was, to me, I thought was a very underrated villain. As far as his look and his dialogue, you know, I love his, um, when he captured He-Man and he's whipping He-Man, his whole dialogue. And to me, he's very underrated. <laughs> that movie, even though that movie is bad, but when it comes to that part with Skeletor, he made that movie for me. That's one of those movies that I was watching. I think it was like Cinemasker when they did the rental reviews. And I think it's up there with maybe one of those movies where like they said, if you watch the Super Mario Brothers movie, but just don't look at it as a Super Mario Brothers movie. Just think of it as an original movie. And it, it wouldn't probably wouldn't be that bad. 
And I think He-Man in the Masters Universe is one of those things too, where if you look at it as not a He-Man movie, it might not be that bad as we as you make it out to be. Dolph Lundgren <laughs> was was not killing it in the late '80s there, because <laughs> I think he was the Punisher too, and that was not a good yeah. one either. But that I, I'll die on that hill for the Punisher, Dolph Lundgren's Punisher for the for the time, you know. Not to go off subject, but we had you know, Lou Ferrigno and Bill Bixby on Incredible Hulk series. Then we get that Punisher. They tried to do the best they could at the time. So I, I can't I can't get mad at that. <laughs> Don't forget, they also gave us David Hasselhoff as Nick Fury at one point. So yeah. was, that, was that a USA movie? Or was that just like... I have no... I think it was. I'm not too sure. It was... I got looking at that. It, Nobody believed me. <laughs> I had to remind them, like, like grown people like us, grown men like us. I had to tell people, also have was Nick Fury. No, he wasn't. And like, yes, he was. <laughs> yeah, he was Nick Fury. <laughs> it was, what happened? It was so bad, just so bad. And if Kevin Feige ever listens to this, bring back the Hoff. We want the Hoff in um, the MCU or in the What If series at least. Bring the Hoff back. There you go. I love David Hasselhoff. It might just be the German in me, but I love David Hasselhoff. <laughs> and on the side, before we, I know we talk about this, but I love Baywatch Nights. I, I thought a lot of people hated it. I loved it. I thought that was awesome for the time. I never watched an episode of Baywatch oh, Nights. It came on a UPN, which was WB at the time. It used to come on before like Shotgun Saturday Night for WWE stuff. And this is a weird time. I think VIP might have been on at the time. This is a weird time. And All TV. So Baywatch Nights, which is interesting. Now, did you watch any of the He-Man later, like the 2000, like the, the remakes? Yeah, I wanted to get into I wanted to get into that is the, the remakes is I did not watch any of the Thundercats, but I love the He-Man remakes. And one of my biggest regrets was is at that time I was working at Toys R Us. And that's when those toys were, and I was like, you know what? I should buy some of these. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not, it's, it's not my He-Man. And then I watched some of the show, and then I got into it. And by that time, because I was only seasonal, I was I was laid off, and I was like, now I can't afford these toys because I got other things I got to pay for. But I wish I would have. But I love that the 2000 revival of E-Man was. I thought that was right up par, right on par with the 1980s. Now the okay. new the new adventures of He-Man when he was in space. I've never watched an episode. And I do not consider that any part of He-Man at all. Just because it doesn't give you that He-Man feel. Okay. Yeah, same thing with me with Thundercats. Like um, I, I didn't watch I didn't watch those He-Mans either. And I didn't watch the was it twenty eleven Thundercats they brought brought back? Yeah. Uh, it looked interesting, but I, I just never I didn't have cable at the time, so I didn't I didn't get a chance to watch it. I was gonna go back and look at it now. But Thundercats Roar. I know a lot of people were upset how they bringing it back. They brought it Thundercats back in the uh, like Teen Titans Go style, yeah, of uh, animation. But honestly, it's hilarious. Thundercats Roar, it's hilarious. I love it. I think it's hilarious. And if it's a way for them to kind of bring it back as a test market, I'm with it. But Thundercats Roar is good. It's hilarious. I think when you bring back any of these, especially like in 2000, and then the the one the Thundercats, is that Thundercats look dark. Like, it looked really kind of dark, and it's got to be 
you, you almost got to think like it's some sort of a balance between we want to get the, the adult that remembers Thundercats to like it, but then also we got to try and bring in some sort of a new audience. So I think that's where the, where the balance gets super weird. And I think that He-Man in 2000 did that perfectly. It almost reminds me of, uh, in comparison to the Ninja Turtles in the late two, like in 2011, 2012, yeah. my son loved it. It wasn't how I remembered Ninja Turtles, but I could relate. And it reminded me of a lot of the characters. And I think that's where they need to kind of balance Thundercats and everything else. You, you can do a different story in some way, but try and... I keep it the best you can so that way both sides can relate to it as well. And, you know, it's ironic about Ninja Turtles, like Ninja Turtles is one of those properties where it can go away for like, you know, a couple years and do, do something a little bit different and then it, it'll blow up all over again. Uh, I know that uh, the Warner Brothers movie, uh, Batman versus Ninja Turtles was amazing. <laughs> I, I don't know if you've seen it. No. If you get a chance to check it out, I thought it was good. Is that on HBO Max? I don't think so. It, it might be. I don't think so. Oh. There, there's avenues which we can't say on air. I'm sure you, <laughs> it, it's, it's out there. It's in cyberspace somewhere. But I got um, I got an idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but that 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 was that's actually pretty doggone good. And I, I said in my rant that I like that better than Snyder Cut. <laughs> but, but the, well, see, when I I started watching, did you watch any? Did you when you? When you found out Thundercats were on Hulu, did you start watching it? Oh, again? yeah. Okay. Because oh, yeah. I watched it. Oh. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, de definitely. Uh, that's how I got um, my, my children to watch it. Like, you know, we'll, we'll all sit down as a family, almost like a TGIF type of thing. You know, we'll knock out a couple episodes at a time. And, you know, for my kids, you know, who are on the autism spectrum, you know, my two daughters who are, they actually sat down and actually enjoyed the story. They liked the colors. They liked everything that was going on. And they actually kind of, I could ask them, okay, so who's your favorite kitty or who's your favorite, you know, Thundercat? And they'll, they have their favorite, yeah. you know, and it, they could tell me. Whereas my older daughter, she doesn't like it. She's team He-Man and team She-Ra all the way. See? And she's been watched all of the original He-Man and the original She-Ra. So she's watched it all. But, you know, my, my house is split. <laughs> See, that's how it goes. See, my son that's, uh, you know, he, he's he's on the spectrum as well. He likes He-Man. He didn't really sit down and watch Thundercats. He liked He-Man, he and his favorite character was Cringer. It wasn't Battle Cat. It was Cringer. Like, he liked the idea. I think he enjoyed the idea more of Cringer transforming into Battle Cat than actually you know, the, the, the He-Man transformation. Yeah. And I, I think it's because he's, he's very scared. He's very taken back of a lot of things, very yeah. shy. And I don't know if he could, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know if he could relate to that a little bit more. Cause you know, Prince Adam is just kind of a slacker. He's not really too scared yeah. of anything, <laughs> but Cringer's like, Oh no, I don't want to fight. And then all of a sudden like He-Man's like, guess what? You're going in there. Cause now you're battle cat. And he really, he really liked the Cringer character. And then all of a sudden it turned into Battle Cat. And he, I think that really just clicked in his head. Like, 
here's somebody that's super scary of things, but then all of a sudden they're super brave and and they're getting charged in. But that was, that was the one thing that really got to me. My, my youngest son, he just likes he man because <laughs> he's a, he's a skinny he's a skinny blonde haired kid and he, he thinks that he's super jack sometimes but we're like no Jacoby you're not don't even act that way he was more he was more the he man I couldn't get him to sit down to watch Thundercats it's kind of they're they're at that age where they're almost teenagers so it's yeah. like hard to get them to actually sit down and and watch it but that was. That was his big thing in the in the He-Man. And also the lessons. He-Man gave you a lesson at the end. Yeah, true. <laughs> He-Man gave you a cool lesson. Whether it was not to do drugs or don't talk to strangers. He-Man gave you a good PSA at the end. There was a moral to He-Man stories. Thundercats, there was no moral. It was just panning through Third Earth at the end of it. Did they do one later on? I'm trying to remember. Like when had their like the the, the bear bills, like rubber bill and all them, they might have, but but you're I think right. They did. I think they did. Now that I'm thinking about it, I love those little bears. They reminded me but, of the box. Yeah, and, and that's why uh my older daughter, second my middle daughter Arby, that's why she loves it. For for like she likes Thundercats for the for the side characters, for like the snarfs and uh, the rubber bills and uh all those other people on third earth rather than like, you know, the characters themselves and but my youngest son, Grayson, he's He-Man. You know, like I said, he's the one, oh, Dad, I can have a sword. Oh, anything with a sword or weapons. You know, he's <laughs> he's born in the wrong era. He should have been born in the 80s like that because he's, he's off his rocker a lot of times. But it's funny. That's how my youngest son is. He's always got to have some sort of weapon. <laughs> he's like, oh, man, I could do this. And then he, he bought weapons to that new Ninja Turtles show. And I'm like, you don't even watch this. He's like, I don't care. It's a, it's a, it's a weapon. Right. Yeah. 80s, 80s and early 90s, everything was a, everything was a weapon. <laughs> I, there's pictures of my brother of, of uh, my brother. I got him somewhere, but he's got like his shirt flipped over his head, and so it kind of like makes a holster. And he's got like one of those yellow wiffle ball bats in there, and he's wearing like cowboy boots, and he's trying to be He Man. So <laughs> we've always been a big He Man house. Oh, yeah. I, knew, I and I think the other thing too is you mentioned toys is I had way more He-Man toys than Thundercats. Like I had Lino and I think I had Wily Kit and Wily Cat, but I lost one of them in the snow. And then when the snow melt, I thought maybe it would still be there. No, that thing was gone. Cause I lost it in like another yard. Oh yeah. It's a, it's a funny story. I went outside to play in the snow, had my guys. <laughs> I wandered out of my yard after my mom told me not to leave the yard and I wandered to another yard. I buried it and then I went back to go get it and it wasn't there in the snow because, and I didn't want to tell her that I lost it because I was out of the yard. I'm not going to tell on myself. So I was like, oh, well, that's one of my life lessons right there. Oh, well, I lost it. Next time I better stay in the yard. Natural consequences, kid. Yep. (laughs) But I have way more... And I, th- I think because He Man lasts longer, it did have better toys. Yeah, you gotta give it that. Like with me, it was just me. I have a big family, so my cousins they had. We both had Ghostbusters. We both had a fair yeah. share of Turtles, but they had all the He Man stuff, and I had all the Thundercat stuff. So I had Wily Kit, Wily Cat, Panthro, you know, all like the core Thundercats. 
I think I had the, the battle tank at one point in time, but my cousins, they had, you know, He-Man and all the, you know, Grace characters. Then they had Castle Grayskull. And rumor has it, my aunt had two Castle Grayskulls, one that she kept unsealed, and, you know, she had the one that she gave us to play with. The unsealed one, I don't know what happened to it. I think, you know, um, something that happened to it when she passed away. Um, um, almost 10 years now. But, yeah, she she had enough sense to, you know, keep... She got two of them because my uncle worked for the post office at the time. And I don't know how he got it. He, he, he had it. He had, we had two, he had two of them. And I remember uh, we going in the attic. Oh, auntie, you got an extra... Is that, was that supposed to be for me? This extra cat <laughs> stuff? Boy, get, get, out of the, get out of the attic. Okay, all right. What was the... She had she she had she kept certain things in boxes and that was one of them. What was the there was like an accessory because I remember my cousin had the Thundercats base. I forgot what that's even called. The Thunder Cats Lair. Yeah, Castle Lair, yeah. Cats Lair. There was a uh, there was a feature in there. I couldn't remember. Oh, the head moved. That's yeah. right. All right. Because I'm I'm trying to think, like everything had a feature at one point. Like I remember Snake Mountain had the microphone. And you could talk into it, and then like the mouth would move on on Snake Mountain, so that was pretty awesome. And then I think the last He-Man toy I got was this one for the Evil Horde, and it was a it was the slime pit. That's when slime yeah. was like everywhere, like it is now, but in a cooler form, in my opinion. And then there was one where you had like this puppet that you could put on and you could poke your hand through the hole and like grab a character with the puppet and it looked like a, like a snake or something like a giant snake. So those were like the cool ones, but I do got to give the thunder tank was a cooler vehicle than probably some of the, the he-man ones that I had is that was like a cool little ride there. I can't even remember the, the last He-Man toy I had. I want to say it was. Um, I still have Leech, you know, from Shira, from the, from the Horde. I still have Leech at my mom's house, I believe. Um, I can't even remember the last He-Man toy, but the last Thundercat toy I had was. Um, it was a deluxe sort of omens because they had two cheap ones. They had a cheap plastic one, like a gray plastic one. Then they had like a deluxe one where it kind of shot out and everything. And that was the deluxe one I had. I never yeah. forget it. And the cheap plastic one. I got it at Faze, Faze Drugstore. Yeah, he's nice. <laughs> <laughs> there was and, always and I got the deluxe uh, sort of omens at Child World. I don't know if you remember that. I remember Child World. Yeah, yeah. I I tell that to uh to Matt Johnson sometimes about um Child World. He's like, "What is that?" I'm like, "You don't even know." That was in the heyday when toy stores were actually like everywhere, and they were awesome, not just Toys R Us. But Shout yeah. out to Matt Johnson. Like he has an old soul. I I keep forgetting how, how much oh. younger he is. But <laughs> so there's a couple of times I'm looking. Like, why is he looking at me like this? I forgot. Oh, he's he's <laughs> yeah. He's... <laughs> he doesn't know. <laughs> I think we're like almost ten years apart. It's like crazy. But yeah, he loves like the whole culture of of yeah. the '80s. Like. And I and I tell him about it. We did we did top ten toy lines for Eat Sleep List. I know you've been on there as well. And he's like, He man, you talk so highly of this toy. I was like, listen, yeah, you because know, this kind of goes into this. 
He-Man had everything. Whether you like robots, you like wizards, you like guys with maces, you could like guys with guns, castles, uh, you know, planes. Riding animals, anything. Yeah, riding, all the crazy things. The Dragon Walker was absolutely amazing idea, how it just like flipped around. I mean, that, that was a cool... That was a cool, like, innovative vehicle for that time. So I, I, I was like, that's why it was just so mind-blowing as a kid to see all this. And like I said, Thundercats had the light-up features. But then then you got into Caps with Thunder Punch He-Man. Oh. Now, now you can load up your He-Man with Caps. <laughs> I gave you that. That's another lost thing is Caps. Yeah. There's there's nothing that you know Thundercats could do to top that that He Man. No, right there. It, it did have cool light up features. I'm not gonna lie on that one. It did, and it had action. But I think sometimes with the toys in the '80s, the actions reduced the playability because if you wanted to move the arm, you had to hit the action, and then sometimes you get the dreaded, <laughs> you know, right. kind of like how we probably sound now waking up in the morning. Is that grind going on where He-Man didn't have that. The only thing He-Man other than like uh, Thunder Punch He-Man with the caps is you just turn him to the side and then they just punched. <laughs> just, <laughs> but the Thunder Punch He-Man, you know, you turn to the side and he'd make like that. Nice the cap. only punch I had that, that was able to use caps that wasn't a gun was uh, the Punisher. Marvel had a line yeah. with, uh, with the Punisher. You put the caps in the back and, you know, like you can see the, the sparks kind of come through. It's just kind of clear. You can see the sparks come out that way, which is kind of sweet. Yeah. Caps is a very, very, I could do a whole episode on Caps because that was like, <laughs> it was like the craziest toy that was like given to us. Like here, here's a roll of Caps, you know, they just spark. <laughs> Even if you don't really, taking rocks and just. <laughs> yeah, do you remember when they went from like the paper Caps, you know, you, you, yeah. you Instead of having the rolls, then you had the plastic ones. You like kind of peel them apart, put them in like a, a cap gun, and just yep. <laughs> go crazy. But <laughs> I definitely got to give like the He Man. He Man had better toys, but the Thunder Tank was really cool. I always remember wanting. The, I always remember wanting the Thunder the Thunder Tank real real bad. So, question: Who had the better yeah. spinoff? You think? He-Man or Thundercats. Now, technically, Thundercats didn't have an official spinoff, but technically, they kind of had two. You're going to do this to me, aren't you? You're going to do this. <laughs> I was hoping we weren't going to go there. I was trying to, I was trying to kind of march around it because I know, I know where you're going with the spinoffs, but I'll let you finish. Yeah. So, so that's pretty much. It. I want to know what are your opinions of who who had the better spinoff. Oh, see, you're talking at my heartstrings because I know you're talking about what Tiger Sharks and Silver Hawks. Yep. All right. And then you got She-Ra for He-Man. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it's got to go to Thundercats. That that Thundercats universe with Silverhawks, I cannot, I cannot mess. That is probably... <laughs> that is probably my favorite, like, cartoon theme song up there with DuckTales is the whole Silverhawks thing. Fuck yeah. And I did, that's another one of those weird things is I was at the podcast precinct and I was doing crafting and drafting and we were drafting cartoons and nobody picked them. Like one of my last picks, I was like Silverhawks and they all looked at me like, 
that's how I really started to listen to the show more often when drafting and drafting. When you had that, I'm like, you know, that, that that's legit. <laughs> you had a legit list top to bottom. So I, I salute you on that. You had a, a sick list. Uh, 80s, you know, born in the early 80s, all the way through, man. But uh, yeah, the better spinoff would have to, go, I would have to give it to Silverhawks over Shira. Because especially as a kid, I didn't want to watch Shira. I saw the Shira toys. Like I had a friend, he had an older sister. She played with the Shira toys. It looked too Barbie. But then True. you then you had Silverhawks. And that was like cool. Cause you had was the name Bluegrass, Copper Kid, all those yep. guys, Munstar. And it was just a really, really great show. And you press the button and their arms would open. Those were great toys too as well. If if you're from the eighties and you don't relate a cartoon to a toy, I think there's there's some disconnect going in there. That, that's if anybody's wondering why we keep on going the toys when we're trying to talk about a show because the toys, the shows, the comics, the bed sheets, your lunchbox was all right there. That exactly. that was what you had, and that's. And that's how you really know who your true friends were. If you could just kind of hum the theme song and they'll just jump in with it, pick up where you left off. That's how you know you had some real friends with you back in school back in the day. Yeah, yeah, it was that was awesome. But He Man and the Master Universe, I, I actually kind of like. It's always been there, but I forgot about how much I liked it. Like if you would have asked me before the toys that made us, I would have been like, "Yeah, Thundercats are cool. He He Man's cool," but I think I like Thundercats better. It wasn't until I watched the toys that made us. And it's so funny because uh, you're a father. You know how it goes. Christmas Eve, trying to get the kids to sleep is like <laughs> absolute nightmare sometimes. Like you just want to hit them with the tranquilizer dart and be like, Poof. okay, go to bed now. It's just too much excitement. But I watched, I, I turned it on. I was like, oh, guys, let's watch this. We're going to watch this and lay, you know, lay in the bed and we're going to watch this show. So I started watching the toys that made us watching star wars and i was like oh, i'm gonna watch all of these except for the barbie i don't i watched the barbie one later but then i watched the he-man one and i started seeing all the all the characters and then talking about it and that nostalgia came back to me and i was like oh my goodness i miss he-man so much like i want he-man back now and my wife's we just had our what was it was it 15 no 14th 14th wedding anniversary thank you well that was like in october it was in october we're going up 15 to this october but she was like what do you want and me being the biggest kid in the world i was like you know they're selling he-man guys at 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 walmart all i want is a he-man and a skeletor and i will be so happy and i got it i got my he-man and my skeletor they sit with me in my office and I get real protective. I turn into like a little eight-year-old kid again because my my kids come in there. And they're like, oh, look at this. I'm like, don't lose his power sword. Don't lose his power sword. Can't lose his power sword. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Like, uh, now, that, that's why I know I like you for a reason because you give me courage to do things. You know, you give me courage to record more. But, yeah, you know, my wife and I, we've been married for 13 years. If, if it, it was 13 years of February. And I almost mm-hmm. asked her for... My anniversary for uh they, they re-released the ghostbusters you know stuff yeah at walmart. so i was like you know i almost asked her hey you know it'd be cool anniversary gift if you go to walmart and give me a you know the, either the trap or the blaster like you know or or 
if there's any like you know clearance ghostbuster stuff from party city i don't care i just want ghostbusters stuff. I, I never did i never asked her <laughs> you got, you just do it just do it i actually my in-laws sent me christmas money and i got a egon out of that out of there and my son's super into ghostbusters and he has the ghostbuster popper so you just gotta ask yeah, be, be a kid be a kid like it like like in Step Brothers, don't ever lose your dinosaur. Don't don't <laughs> right. ever lose your dinosaur. But he, so honey, if you're listening to this, you know what I'm going to ask you for. All right, so put it. Father's Day is coming up. Father's Day is coming up. There you go. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I played with the He-Man. I did the Skeletor voice. I'm like, ah, He-Man. Oh, I'm gonna get you, Skeletor. <laughs> my, my wife, I think, was contemplating divorce at that point while I'm sitting at the at the. Uh, uh, kitchen table playing with He-Man and Skeletor, but I, I, I had to. I had to. You got to kind of relive it. It melts away the stress, brings back the memories, and does makes you feel really great. But in my mind, always He-Man, He-Man over Thundercats, even though it is a hard choice. But He-Man over Thundercats. All right. So with me, um, now Thundercats for me, the story to me, the Thundercats story still holds up. You know, if you where to get rid of some of the filler episodes and you go from like, you know, from Thundera to Third Earth to all the other stuff that happens. Um, to, to me, it holds up, you know, later on it gets kind of crazy where they're fighting like, you know, um, you know, space Vikings and all that as well. But Thundercats at its core for me, you know, they have its good times and bad times and struggles and happiness. You get, you get all of that. Whereas He-Man, it was like 100 something episode. <laughs> <laughs> that never ended to me. It felt like one and really long episode battles here and there, but at least with Thundercats, there's some significant episodes I could point out, I could remember, and it gives me the fuzzies. And oh, I remember that. I remember this. Whereas He Man, it's all it all kind of blends together for me. I could. I'll get. Okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> I understand where you're coming with the blending. That's how I felt with Police Academy. <laughs> <laughs> when I went back and watched all seven. It was like, oh, that was this one, not this one. So I understand what you're talking about. But thank you for coming on and uh, and coming on the show and doing this. Uh, it's your chance to plug your show or anything else you got going on. All right. Well, um, once again, thanks, Andrew, for having me on. And um, I love talking, but not about politics. This is what makes the world go around. This is where human beings can really really talk without having to talk about stuff in the outside world. So I appreciate your channel. Um, you guys follow me at huskyhero716 at gmail.com and most other social media at huskyhero716. Podcast is on Spotify, Anchor, a couple of different ways. And that's uh, Husky Heroes and Healthy Heroines Assemble. And I'm also on Facebook as well, Husky Heroes and Healthy Heroines Assemble. And uh, I'm going to release an episode soon. It's going to be about... Um, the the MCU the MCU and I just did a little I just did an episode uh, about what should the DCEU do after the Snyder Cut <laughs> if you guys know me and my Snyder Cut I'm not gonna spare you guys on this channel but listen to my rants I'm out there and um, yeah thanks for having me on again I appreciate you buddy no problem anytime and you can catch Let's Talk with No Politics Okay every Sunday on the BICPP Radio Network Apple Podcasts Spotify Google Podcast Amazon Music bonus episodes every Friday at 7 p.m. on the Helium Radio Network. 
and also go check out the Facebook page. Uh, by the time this one airs, our tournament should be over of Jacks versus Johns, but I'm trying to start a new tournament every single month after one ends, get a new one going because those are always fun. And that's go check out. That's an interesting tournament. I know you're going to sign you off, but that's an interesting. Jacks versus Johns is interesting. People vote, vote with integrity. A lot of people don't know who they're voting for. Do your research before you vote, people. <laughs> <laughs> and also go check me out on YouTube. Uh, just brought back this week in pop culture history review. Also doing retro gameplay. So go check that out. And sometimes not so retro gameplay. I just started Marvel Ultimate Alliance. So please go check that out and subscribe. And with that being said, good morning, good afternoon, and good night.